Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, a place where each week we're going to hear from different people about what it means to walk with God. We hope that you leave encouraged and equipped and that this builds your faith for what God wants to do in your life. All right, everybody, welcome to week four of our podcast of the segment that's called Jesus People. And I am your host, Karis Freegi, and I have today with me the wonderful Beth and Ken Yoder. And Beth is on staff. What do you do here? Right. Beth? I'm the children's director She's here. She's the children's director. Right. She makes the world go around. <laughs> yeah. With right. our like almost 100 right. kids. Yeah. And all of the volunteers. That's right. One third of our church is six months to 11 years old. <laughs> we are fruitful and we multiplying. We are fruitful and multiplying. <laughs> we are obeying we, God. We do. <laughs> That's awesome. And then Ken, I love you sit front row in worship. And I was even up there last week and just like, it is just so good to have you guys right there. Mm. Um, like, I want people to worship however they want to worship. Right, but right. Being able to see and hear y'all, you're doing what my heart wants to do. Yeah. You know? Yes. So. Yes. Awesome. Thank so you. So great to have you guys. And then, Ken, what do you do for a living? Will you just tell us? So I currently own a Closet Connection, design and install closet shelving. I also do a few other construction-oriented things. Awesome. And, and some real estate. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you have... Three. Three beautiful girls. Beautiful girls. Mm -hmm. What are their ages? Ten, eight, and six. Ten, eight, and yeah. six. Yeah. So you're like in it too. Elementary We're age. And I love this stage. You love mm -hmm. this stage. Elementary stage is fun. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you guys on today. I'm excited to talk about what the Lord is doing. As always, like with this podcast, <coughs> I just want to put people on that are in our church who God's doing stuff. It's not just... God's doing stuff just in people on staff, even though you're on staff, but right. he's just doing stuff in all of us. And I love when we put stuff out and like you find a couple people who can even relate where it's like, wow, God's doing that in them. And then he's also doing this part in me. And, right. and so That's I also right. want to open it up to if you're hearing this and you think, man, I want to connect with Beth and Ken on this point. Like they said something and I need maybe more clarity on that. I want to encourage whoever's listening mm -hmm. to reach out to them on Sundays and throughout the week and just just feel like we're we're trying to build family by creating connection yeah points. that's so good yeah mm -hmm. so that's why we're on today and yeah. before we even started uh, the podcast I was talking to you guys about how recently I have been feeling um, in processing just life recently like the invitation from the Lord to be okay with my limitations mm -hmm. as a human mm. and like yeah. okay let's deal with it together and yeah and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. We have to, like, do this. And he's like, this is what my relationship with yeah. you is about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you had an interesting th thing to say about mm, that. Yeah. Then. When you were saying that earlier, yeah. said you hit 40 and th something changes. <laughs> and uh, I remember thinking I didn't mind hitting 40 because yeah. I was finally married since I got married later in life and yeah. finally had kids. And um, so things were great on that front. But there was this brain shift. Mm -hmm. I think it's I'm, – I'm no brain research you know, neurologist, but I think there's something to be said. Like yeah. all my friends are saying the same thing. Like you hit your forties and you start to really embrace the fact that you're human. Mm -hmm. You start to feel it a little bit mm -hmm. in your body and you start to say, and that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, I am flesh and, but I'm still progressing in the Lord, but I'm recognizing, yeah, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. Like I thought I was yeah. you know, or hoping yes. I was. Mm -hmm. Or like that you could somehow magically fix every everything wrong you ever saw in any other christian right and you could be the one that right really nails life right yeah you yeah. realize i think for a long time i had a messiah complex yeah yeah isn't that awful? and it is awful and um the messiah is in us but we are not him right but i quickly realized um 
through some trials and bumps probably in the last 10 years like wow I am so not the Messiah and I should never get in his way yeah (laughs) that's good that's good yeah and Ken I even feel like you were agreeing with us when we were talking about that yeah I think the uh the place where we can go to recognize our humanity allows us to actually step out of religiosity yeah because religiosity says I've got it all together right. mm-hmm. I've figured life out yeah and yeah. I'm going to pose that way to right. you yeah yeah um, even because you should be way. like me right and yet it's not true totally and, and then even also when the bumps and bruises come um, I think the the religious way also is, I can't express how I truly feel. Yes. I can't process things yes, how I really there. feel about it. Right, because it's like you're failing God almost, <clears throat> yes. or you're failing mm-hmm. other people. Because right. I'm too human. Right. I'm not superhuman. And right. so um, the tri- trials and tribulations we've been through, we've had to go to that place where it's just like, I don't know what anybody else thinks, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. This is an intense, this is the reality of where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're in need. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. are in need. I feel like saying that even I, it's been really good for me lately to, mm. to hit my flesh and be like, wow, I need Jesus. And yeah. I, not only Jesus, like I can't actually muscle through it just with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that sounds like extra biblical. I don't know. But I, I think that's why he builds a church around you. Right. Yeah. Yes. That you can. Absolutely. Right. What's interesting was on the way here, I knew I was going to talk to y'all and just was asking the Lord, is there anything you want to say? And I felt like Romans 8 just came to my mm. mind. So as we're talking, like, you know, the first verse in Romans 8, there's therefore now no condemnation yeah. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And basically the whole thing <clears throat> talks about our minds being controlled by the Spirit yeah. and then how in our weakness, the Spirit himself cries out, Abba, yeah. Father. Yes. Like, like just the, the yes. ability to be like the, the place of power in me is my need. Yeah. Our father Amen. yes which is just yeah and you know that's such a good verse um for some trials that we've been through mm-hmm. in the last five years of saying there is no condemnation like how do you how do you walk that out yeah like how how do you read that and then actually pull it into your depths of your heart yeah. like how does that transfer and i think for me personally, it was that directly correlates with Second Corinthians ten five that says you have to cast away and throw away those those lies. Yeah. You know, cast off those vain imaginations yeah. because that's how you're going. You're taking every thought into the captivity, so you're going to get those thoughts mm-hmm. of condemnation. Mm-hmm. You're going to get those thoughts of I failed or what's wrong with me or whatever that you're going through. But then to stop. Yeah. And say, wait, this does not, is this is not what Christ would say about me. Yeah. And so I literally have to take it and throw it away. Mm-hmm. And in the last five years, I've had to physically out loud, and often my kids, like, they ignore me now because I've done it so much. Like, okay, stop it, devil. Like, I'm not listening yeah, to you. It. Don't you say zip it, devil? I say zip it, devil. Zip it, zip devil. It, devil. <laughs> I'm not listening so to I you. I literally <laughs> say that, and I think, like, Yes. yes. In my head when I say it at home. Yes. <laughs> Zip it. But how many times a day do we, we do we need to be saying that? Right. So many times mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. And then quickly flip to then what's the truth? Yeah. What's the truth? And so when there have been times when people have come against us and said things, we've had to say, but what would Christ say about mm-hmm. me? This is not what Christ would say. Mm-hmm. And then stop and then speak the truth. So mm-hmm. it's one thing to say, zip it, devil. It's another thing then to be 
to be able to that the truth. truth. Right. Right. To insert something right. else there. That's Doesn't right. the end of Second Corinthians ten five say, casting away all vain imaginations that that stand against the knowledge of, of God? Christ. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, so yeah. that makes me think about what we were talking about in the beginning. Like I feel like the twenties, like thirties, like it's like self exploration, self knowledge. I'm like who I am. But then maybe you hit the point. I don't know. You hit this point where you're like, I am just not that impressive. Right. And so I would rather <laughs> throw away right. any knowledge except the knowledge of God. Yeah. Because when I'm knowing him, right. it changes everything. Changes mm-hmm. everything. Like friendship with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Changes everything. Right. That's right. So and so good. you're not having to let your friends define you or yeah. your family define you. Or the book that you're reading define you or yeah. something like that. It's it's simply what would Christ say mm-hmm. and measure everything else you think up to what Christ would say. Yeah. And how freeing is that? Right. It's so freeing. And <clears throat> I don't think we would be in a healing place right now if it wasn't for those beautiful scriptures yeah. that say, you know, we, we don't have to listen to all these defining outside things. Yeah. Only listen to Christ. And yeah. And I, I would... Uh, go back to what you said about not being able to do it alone and there's a reason why God put us together in community right. yeah. Yeah. Um, because I feel like we we've made significant strides by <coughs> being connected here mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. being connected with a family here mm-hmm. of, of people who um, believe certain things you know yeah. about uh, scripture about the Holy Spirit about what he can do yeah and and coming together in in unity and like-mindedness yeah. mm-hmm. can go from that place of desperate need to together yeah taking it on together mm-hmm. i i have felt that too recently just thinking like when i store it in my own mind like the doubt and the gross stuff it's like i just need a, i need people to process mm-hmm. with and yeah to help me air all that out yeah Otherwise, I'm like in isolation. Yes, with all those thoughts. Which yes, isn't good. so true. I'll give you an example. Um, that happened a couple months ago. I was feeling overwhelmed with all the kids' ministry things going yeah. on. Like we were gro- we're growing so fast yes. and trying to keep up and trying to be a good mom and a good wife mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> a good daughter. Yeah, and trying to do all of that. And um, I just simply shared with our vision team. Yeah, like we were meeting, and I said, I just before we even start, I said, I need your prayer. I, I feeling overwhelmed and you know I started to cry and you know do all the women thing and yeah. um they just came alongside of me and prayed for me right then and then most of them ended up texting me words from the Lord that wow. week mm-hmm. just so encouraging like that's what community is when we're able to be vulnerable where a lot of times you think as a leader you shouldn't be able to say I'm overwhelmed I can't do this yeah because they think oh well no one wants to hear that I can't do this I'm yeah. their leader yeah. which is so not true so not true we want to know that you're human yeah and we still, you know, honor your, mm-hmm. you know, your ability to lead. But yet, thank you for sharing that you're human. Right, that you need help. Yeah, that you need help. I yeah. was reading this morning um, in Acts where it talks about how the apostles, suddenly they realize like the Gentile widows aren't being fed the same amount as the Jewish. It's mm-hmm. like just the early church was working on it too. You know, yeah. like they had to figure this thing out. Right. Jesus wasn't like, this is exactly how you do church. He just yeah. told them to do something. Right. And they were like, I guess this is what he meant. Right. right. So, right. But it talks about how they find... They appoint men who are full of the spirit and full of wisdom. And that's where Stephen, the first mm-hmm. martyr, comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was reading it, I was just like, man, the apostles couldn't even do it. Like, right. they couldn't be 12 men and carry a whole church, a 3,000. Like, right. just the humility and the invitation of the Holy Spirit. That, mm. And then it actually says that Stephen was performing these great signs and wonders. Yeah. 
I was like, that also is beautiful, though. Like, it wasn't just the apostles. It was right. also the mm-hmm. other men that they called along to help. And That's right. Anyway, right. just the yeah. body is a good thing. Yes. Such a good mm-hmm. thing. So Can you take us into a little bit, like, your background, where you guys come from, mm. as we set this stage for y'all? Go ahead. Do you mean, like, let's start at the very beginning. Well, starting, <laughs> yeah, like, how'd you grow up? What is Antioch, mm-hmm. like, what is this, rep- what is this season to you? Mm-hmm. And how does the past Yeah, so I grew up in an Antioch-type church, which I count myself incredibly privileged. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, with um, privilege comes responsibility, right? So yeah. we, you know, I know that there's responsibility in having a lot of great truth yeah. poured into me since I was born, the day mm-hmm. I was born. Um, so I am so grateful for that. And I think that's probably one of my passions for really helping kids here at this church to experience God is because I was given the opportunity over and over again growing up mm-hmm. and um, so grateful for it. <clears throat> and then, um, so I got my education degree and taught for seven years here in Indy and then, or eight years in Indy, moved out to Philly and taught in the inner city there, then met Ken and then moved to Delaware where he's from and oh taught gosh, there. Okay. And then once um, we were married and I got pregnant I just had this draw to come back, yeah. and he was ready for a change, so we moved back here, and we've been here ever since. Wow! And um, yeah, so we've been at Antioch for almost two years. Okay. Yeah, and um, incredibly grateful for the community that's quickly been, yeah, given to us mm-hmm. and gifted to us, and um, just this wonderful acceptance of. And we love who you are and what you've been through, and mm-hmm. we honor that. And right. we're going to stand with you as you continue to grow mm-hmm. and um, and continue to get to know God more. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay, when you say, like, what you've been through, will mm-hmm. you take us a little bit into? Yeah, so there's a lot of different journeys, but the latest, most traumatic one mm-hmm. that we, Ken and I, have been through is, um, let's see, about four. Four years ago, five years ago. Five years. Time goes by quickly. Mm -hmm. We um, felt like God called us to adopt a teenage girl from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And um, the quick story is that she was hosted by friends of ours at church who also lived in our neighborhood. And God had called me before I even got married to adopt. Um, Just of different situations with children that became my heart. Ken's grandmother is adopted. And so when I met him, I said, "Uh, just before we even think we even like each other what what's your thing on adoption and he was like oh my grandmother was adopted that's my heart so we were immediately knit together so after we had our third girl we started to say well you know what is God saying I was getting older you know do I really want to pursue having another bio or something else we felt like God was starting to stir our hearts for adoption but um our baby had just been born yeah and was not even a year when we met um our adopted daughter wow we, but we felt like God clearly said to do this, and so we pursued it. God um, amazingly provided all of the finances, wow, and in crazy ways. And um, so then, when she came to America to be within our family, she was fifteen and a half. Uh-huh. So um, that's a lot of a uh, lot of life to mm-hmm. have lived mm-hmm. in a damaged world, yeah, in a very traumatic world for her. And so she came with an incredible amount of trauma Mm. and um, baggage. And so one of the biggest pieces of baggage that she came with, that many do, is called reactive attachment disorder. 
And so I react to attaching to the caregiver, primary caregiver. And so because I, I was never able to attach to my own yeah. mother. Yeah. And so um, because of that, then she put all of her trauma and her pain on me, both physically, emotionally, mentally, um, any way you can think of. So that was, we had, she was in our home for two and a half years. She was our daughter for two and a half years. Wow. Uh, and that entire time, it was amazing. She got in the van once we, we pulled her from her orphanage, you know, we're able to get her from her orphanage. Once we left to go back to, um, to Kiev to fly home, she immediately changed. She was all so happy and immediately changed once we got in the switch. van. And an entire switch was flipped and never came back. Wow. And um, until. <laughs> until we ended up, after two and a half really long years of lots of medical um, expenses with taking care of her medically, dental mm -hmm. expenses, um, emotional expenses with lots of wonderful counseling mm -hmm. um, that she just continued to reject, which is, I mean, there are reasons why, because her brain just couldn't do it yet. But um, throughout that time, we, um, we finally said, like, we can't do this anymore. Our kids were scared. Mm -hmm. They were crying at night. They were scared of her, scared of situations. And so <clears throat> we asked our counselor, what should we do? And long story short, with a lot of prayer, we ended up um, having to rehome her. Mm -hmm. So that's a fancy way, adoption world way of saying she had to go be a part of another family and will no longer be a part of our family mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. So, and everybody handles rehoming differently. For us, it was a, a had to be a, a straight cut off. Really? We could not communicate with her mm -hmm. because she continued to put pain on me even though she was thousands of miles away. Wow. And so, um, so I had to cut off all ties. So that was just a really interesting journey of a lot of, right. did we miss God? Yeah. Did we not miss God? And, right. And, but the biggest question that I continually asked myself and, and probably both of us was, if this is God, why would we be in so much pain? Mm -hmm. If this is God, why would we be in such debt? If yeah. this was God, why? So why was it so difficult? Why was this? It was absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. It was genuinely the most horrible time of our lives. Mm -hmm. And how can it be God and be horrible? And and yet, praise the Lord for our our deep roots mm -hmm. in the river of grace. Yeah. To say, okay, this really doesn't make any sense, but we won't stop saying that God is God, mm -hmm. and He is a good God, and He can be trusted. Mm -hmm. Certainly doesn't look like it, but yeah. Um, so we. Um, so interestingly enough, as soon as God provided a whole way of her um, being rehomed, it was absolute miracle. Um, but and now she's she's doing really well. Like Good. she's doing amazing, mm -hmm. and God's restoring her. And and she's twenty now, and she's much older. And um, but when Ken took her to the airport to fly to another home, um, immediately as soon as she got in the car, and as soon as I as soon as I told her. We, had, I, we just bought a plane ticket for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Then it was like from there, it just, she flipped the switch back off. Yeah. Really? And, and she was like our friend. friendly and talkative and just like she was when we first met her. This is what trauma does for kids like that. Like oh. they just, yeah, it was really fascinating. Um, so all of that to say in the midst of all of that, still saying like going to church on Sunday and sometimes not wanting to sing one yeah flipping song yeah not one not one thing yeah or you know that's when um 
Oceans came out yeah. and was like everyone was singing, Ew, you know, take yeah. me to the deeper waters and I refused to sing it because like, I'm like, I, I just a, know. I need a life vest. I need to get out of this thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, wait, I wanted to stop get everyone and say, water. y'all don't even know what you're singing. <laughs> so I'll tell you hear, what yeah. deeper waters right. is and it isn't fun. And yet, it doesn't sound as good as Taya does, right? Right, <laughs> right, exactly. It's not, it's not like that. It's right, not like that. Exactly. But, um, <clears throat> but yet, you know, we would never want to experience that again. I mean, whoever mm. says, sure, put me in that horrible place again, put me in the yeah. pit. And yet, the beauty and the growth yeah. and the deeper roots mm-hmm. that have come from that for us have been um, priceless. Yeah. Absolutely priceless. I was just thinking too, uh, it was in reference to another friend, but it's so hard to get context for your own life. Mm-hmm. And like, to y'all don't even know the story yet of what happens, you know, in 20 years. Like you just right. don't, we don't know even the redemptive right. sides of right. anything we're going through. Yeah. And it's so hard to get that lens when you're in the middle of just. So true. The junk. So true. You know, the yeah. meaningless. Yeah, I started reading Job this morning, and I was like, "Oh mm. Lord, why is this in my Bible?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we cut that book right. out of the Bible? Yeah, but it was like just seeing—it was like Satan coming to God on his throne, having to report to Him, mm. God on His throne, like protecting Job, kind of, but then like allowing all this junk. And I—I'm like, "What are you doing? Why are you still on your throne?" And you know, just like mm-hmm. it is—it's right. hard. But at the end of the day, like you said, He's God. So right. Right. He doesn't really. And, and when an things take a long time, um, because by the time we finished everything with her, it was three years. Yeah. And like three years can feel like a really long time. And, yeah. uh, you know, other people have been through things for 10, 20, 30 years. Right. But those three exhaustive years, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just it, it felt really long and hard. Mm-hmm. Surely, if God is on his throne, why, you know, and I remember toward the end just laying down on my floor in a fetal position crying saying my god my god rescue us yeah. like this is so hard so rescue hard, yeah. us you know and um and not to mention then the years after that where you guys are you know just anytime something like that happens you're yeah. healing and right seeing how much mm-hmm. like the damage control of like right we just lived through a storm mm-hmm. and i can't act like we've just been hanging out you right. know like well and i think happens. that's the harder por- part where i think we i wish we could all wear like pins or something that says I just went through a really hard time <laughs> I, know, I look great I right now but I'm really not <laughs> just, I'm missing half my heart right yeah <laughs> just you like, yeah you know it's it's it, so or it, interesting like when we when I would all of a sudden introduce and my girls and say this is my three girls and I had been having four daughters mm-hmm. you know those kinds of where you kind of want to hold up a sign that mm-hmm. says you know I've been through things and yet wow if we all held up signs we would realize We'd back give to each that other humanity a lot thing more grace right mm-hmm. yeah we are so full of humanity <laughs> yeah and i think i think hearing you know this story it's hard to know what to do with it and how to tell people it probably right right cuz yes. i even feel like with kate it's like i immediately get sympathy cuz your kid has cancer right mm-hmm. but when you're telling someone a story like this it's hard to know how to like yeah. frame it and right and like you know it is because everyone has their own opinion about adoption Absolutely. right and I feel like I've heard you talk about yeah. the condemnation side it's, of it, almost. it yeah lots of condemnation um and from the outside I I can generally look on the outside and imagine other people and, and could see why they would want to condemn because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to a lot of people mm-hmm. and um you know if you're not willing to to get into that world with that person who's suffering then you can't know yeah. what they're going through. And um, 
so I think yeah but that's that place where okay all of this condemnation like in Romans was given to us Mm -hmm. was physically spoken over us and to us Mm -hmm. but then praise God for that you know the rest of it there is no condemnation in Christ and and our hearts were were right Mm -hmm. in regards to wanting to do the right thing yeah Um, and just because we start off doing something that looks so amazing and beautiful and yeah. wonderful yeah. and it doesn't end well doesn't mean it wasn't right. Yeah, that's so know? it's so hard and yeah. so true though. Like, We're so like leave it to Beaver the show ends. Yeah. Like everything's solved and it's beautiful. Right. Right? Right. And, and I feel like that's that's yeah. like what I'm living in right now. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, wait, there's the, he's just God is willing to get in the messiness of right. it all with right. us and yeah. and help us sort it out and man I was thinking about Psalm 37, you know, it talks about how he will make the justice of your cause shine like the noonday sun. Mm -hmm. And just that sometimes it's like, I mean, he just knows how to sort out all of our Mm -hmm. issues Mm -hmm. and the justice of different causes Mm -hmm. in like your adopted daughter. Like he's, he's for her, Mm -hmm. just like he's for y'all. That's right. And so I like hearing from you too, that she's doing well. Like you just never know what God did in that time. That's right. That's right. In years, maybe what you guys will hear even, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and the beauty of what our kids are learning from that mm-hmm. as we're, we're recalling different times and different right. things. And as they get older and we can say things that would be more age appropriate for them to totally. hear about our story. And like, it's okay to say yes to God, even in the really hard times, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, walking that out. Yeah. How, how is that? So, Ken, you, you were telling me before you grew up pretty in a pretty legalistic environment Mm -hmm. and um like the right wrong weighing right wrong how Mm -hmm. how was that journey for you in that whole process you mean with Mm -hmm. with the the adoption yeah Mm -hmm. i think it was recognizing that we are human Mm -hmm. uh, being willing to go there and then also like we want to do what's right yeah you know we want to do you know we're we're not just wanting to kick her to the curb sort (laughs) of thing It, it wasn't motivated but it was it was like i need we we need to protect our girls we need to protect our family Mm -hmm. you know there's certain things so i think it was just being willing to be honest about where what the situation was Mm -hmm. and what needed to take place Mm -hmm. um because i can see how i mean definitely it it could have fallen into well god told you to yeah so you you know you're stuck yeah Mm -hmm. it's like yeah, God t- told us to for that season. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me about like what you feel like the Lord. You know, you so you have left a place, a church, and then come to Antioch. Most of us have. Mm-hmm. We're not a very old church, so all right. of us have a backstory. <laughs> um, what do you feel like the Lord's just been doing, even in that healing process? Because mm-hmm. we, you came to Antioch after this whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. Like what? Mm-hmm. What has the Lord been doing in you, Ken? Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely healing, and then continuing to walk uh, in greater and greater freedom. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, and so that's just something that the Holy Spirit's been doing. Do you feel like freedom um, from, like like what kind of freedom are you talking, I guess? Um, freedom from, I guess, I was thinking about this a little earlier, and my background, my my growing up, you know, things were a certain way, and people acted a certain way, and mm-hmm. um, and it was a fairly reserved culture. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, 
you know, I am, I'm this certain way. Mm -hmm. And if you go outside of that, expressive wise, um, then like you're trying to be showy or, you know, it's it's just a whole judgy thing. Yeah. (laughs) um, And I, I think to sum up my lifelong journey, um, spiritually is is working or wanting desperately wanting authenticity mm. because I, I've seen so much that just like man-made sort of like this is just the religious thing to do mm-hmm. this is the cultural thing to do within the Christian world yeah and it's like I only want what produces life mm-hmm. and so sort of stepping into that I mean I love the do not hold back mm-hmm that speaks to exactly where I am and yeah. where, like, even sitting down here, it was, I sort of, my response was, eh, you know, I'm not great speaking. Yeah. Don't care to do that necessarily. Yeah. But as a way to not hold back, I said yes. And yeah. like, hey, we'll just, we'll see what God does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So putting myself in a place where I can be tested. Mm-hmm. But then going back to the freedom thing is, um, we certainly didn't dance. Yeah. You know, we we, <laughs> we, were, we, we right. sang hymnals without any instruments. Yeah. Yeah, well. You know, we, we, and it was all, uh, um, it was just that culture. And like, that's how we did life. Mm-hmm. That's how we did. And wouldn't even have called it worship. It was singing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to be able to go to a place where I recognize where, what God has brought me through. Mm-hmm. And what, where I believe God is taking me mm-hmm. in the sense of just my spiritual journey to be able to celebrate that journey yeah. with dance is kind of a crazy thing for a Mennonite boy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, right? I, so I, good. I feel the more I can express freely, yeah. the more free I feel. And it's yeah. just, it's a. Uh, it's one of the ways I wore, I think. You know, it's interesting. One of the, when we first met, he was just, God was doing so much in him and it was so, it was so fun. And, um, of course that's one of, one of the 80 million reasons I fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's started to dwindle over time mm-hmm. and life gets us, right. you know, and holds us and, I know. and things happen. And I feel like I'm getting my Ken back oh, I love in that. that, like in this whole you know, mm. I, I'm seeing the layers peel yes. off again that yeah. have been put on yeah. in the last 12 years. Like, I'm watching that happen yeah. again. And mm-hmm. I would say every once in a while, Tim, like, you, you know, I don't see you doing this anymore. I don't mm-hmm. see you doing that anymore. And and he would willingly say, you're right. Like, it just things have been just placed on him. And, mm-hmm. and he hasn't, he's allowed himself to not hold back. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so the past two things you've said, you you talked about no condemnation, which mm-hmm. to me feels like a shame thing. Yes. And then mm-hmm. hearing you, you're talking about freedom. And I think like you guys being the couple that is over kids. I mean, Beth is over kids, but you are her spouse. So mm-hmm. you are over yeah. it too yeah. in my yeah. mind <laughs> that you are bringing in shame, like no shame zone mm-hmm. and freedom for mm-hmm. our kids. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about growing up, how those two things are game changers yeah. in yes. raising little hearts. That's mm-hmm. right. To just not, That's right. not have shame before the Lord. That's right. Yeah. And to not, n- not like no performance, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and just freedom to worship and mm-hmm. just neat that the Lord yeah. brought y'all mm. to where you're at. And love it. You know, that he's still doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, the Heinz last week, he, it was really just what she shared about Mark was like, I feel like I see him. He's coming alive again. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so great. Awesome. Yeah. How great yeah. that God's waking up men, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want that. We want to all be awake. Yeah, and right. I mean, like, grace to the season where you just are like, I'm making it. You know, right. I get That's that. Right. You yes. know, y'all get that. But yep. to just to know that the Lord is doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was studying the, um, Isaiah 40, where it says to wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Mm-hmm. And um, the renew, in one of the footnotes for what it meant, um, it actually meant, like, to, to, to bloom or to sprout. And so it took us to Job hmm. chapter 14, where it says that a, a tree, if it, the root in the ground is dying, yet at the scent of water, like it will spread forth leaves and burst, bud. Mm-hmm. And, and I had thought about that during our year of treatment with Kate, like at the scent of water, like, Lord, I just need the scent of water yeah. for yeah. my heart to like come alive. And right. But hearing like, you know, in places where you feel like your heart dies for a season mm-hmm. at the scent mm-hmm. of like the water of the Lord, the river of mm-hmm. God, yeah. you come alive again. It's so yeah. cool. It's so true. We were praying on the way to school today with the girls and, and we were just thanking God for winter and that there's still things happening, yeah. even though we can't see that, <laughs> right. you know, and March, especially to I me, know, March like, is a hard month. It's March, I'm and it's still so snowy. ready to <laughs> have too. 80 degree weather right now. <laughs> me too. And it's going to take a long time. And, you know, so the girls and I were just talking about how, there's still things happening mm-hmm. in the winter season, mm-hmm. and it just makes us that more anticipatory of the spring, which, you know, is such a great <laughs> celebratory time. So, um, yeah, that, that waiting. So, you know, even with our time with our adopted daughter, like, there, that was winter for right. us. But, um, but God allowed that scent mm-hmm. of water to keep going toward that river mm-hmm. of grace to dig in deep. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just I love what and even you had asked earlier about what how has it been being here in regards to community for us. It's so great to be with the people who are walking with us in our freedom and rejoicing Mm -hmm. and not this great. That's so great. Mm -hmm. So happy for you. Right. But this genuine like amazing praise God. Like we're going to keep going. Let's see more freedom. Yeah. You know, at Wake Indy this summer, God did amazing things to set us free mm-hmm. um, with our trauma and things this summer and or last summer. How great yeah. to have a community of people to rally around and say, this is what God's saying. Yeah. And we're going to be instruments right now to allow the Holy Spirit to touch you. Mm-hmm. And that's so special. That's so good. And I, I, I think sometimes you think in the kingdom, like only a certain amount of people can really be free or right. really be happy. But like, mm-hmm. I hope for everyone who hears this, that that's it's right. like, oh, that that is that that testimony of jesus the spirit of prophecy like what he did once he can mm-hmm. do again mm-hmm. absolutely and i and i love too that the lord you know sam was sharing earlier when you guys came to church it was like such a strategic time because mm-hmm. um, sam best was in charge of our children's ministry and he was saying that the very month that he suddenly realized i don't think i want to do this forever and he felt like the lord said he'd like reached his ceiling or his capacity right. i forget right. how he said it should have had him on to say it but yeah and then he said that you guys came that very month yeah and just to think like that I, I think you guys coming in your story, like the Lord is just going to use it. Mm. You know, just like yeah. a lot of people don't know what to do with misplaced misplaced circumstances or things that feel like right. I'm still, mm-hmm. I have a question mark right over this obedient thing I did right. mm-hmm. that turned out to not be what I expected. Right. And just to think that you guys, yeah, are you're, yeah. you're going to be a reservoir of like mm. wisdom and mm. hope for those kind of situations. Yeah. That's you know, right. We need to be, mm-hmm. we need to be good with dealing with question marks. Right. Life is made of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Are we allowed to say 
this was hard dot yeah. dot dot end yeah it ends yeah yeah and like I trust God and he's brought yeah like but that it's not it's maybe it's not all tied up perfectly mm-hmm. you know right that's dealing right. with those frayed edges yeah. which is so good just the freedom the glorious freedom of the children of God mm-hmm. back to Romans 8 mm-hmm. that's what it talks about all yeah. creation mm-hmm. is longing for that mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what the Lord wanted us to talk about today so good the freedom of where we're at I'm sure we'll have you guys on again, <laughs> or at least Beth to some point if you don't like it, Kim. But <laughs> thanks so much for so taking time to do this, yeah. though. And um, just wanted to see if we could just pray mm-hmm. to close and to bless people. And mm-hmm. for anyone who's listening and you're hearing it and the Lord's bringing up maybe a point of disappointment in your own heart, mm-hmm. I just feel like your story, Beth and Ken, is is just continuing to move forward with the Lord yeah, and not holding mm-hmm. disappointment against him. That's mm-hmm. good. You know, that's right. Or against the people of God. That's um, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's pray. So, mm-hmm. Lord, we just we thank you for today, God. We thank mm-hmm. you for Beth and Ken. And I just pray for every person listening whose heart is stirred and mm-hmm. um, who has that that ellipses moment of I don't know what God's going to do or how this story really ends, because mm-hmm. right now it doesn't feel like it has a, a conclusion or it has like a great place, a redemptive part. Um, I just thank you that you are a redeemer and even as we were talking about job he says like i know that my redeemer lives Mm -hmm. um and that you Mm -hmm. you write redemption into life and so we just even ask right now for this daughter that beth and ken had for three years father Mm -hmm. we we ask that the seeds that were sown would bear fruit um, all her life long Mm -hmm. and i just pray even for beth and ken with Mm -hmm. their three daughters at home that the experience wouldn't be um loss and it wouldn't be hidden in back rooms and I just thank you for the mm-hmm. way that Beth and Ken have continued to process with them and um, and I thank you for that example for all of us um, mm-hmm. as families to live honestly and openly mm-hmm. before you and before each other mm-hmm. and as a church um, and I pray that you would gift our church with the ability to deal with um, mystery well mm-hmm. and to trust you and to mm-hmm. to sit with people in their pain yeah. and yes. rejoice with them <laughs> in their good mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. Um, that we wouldn't require people to be okay. Yeah. Father, That's we right. just thank you for the freedom we have in you. Um, and we bless Beth and Ken, and we bless every person who hears this. Mm-hmm. In your name, amen. Amen. Thanks so amen. much, guys, and we'll see you next week with another awesome couple, the Frazies. Thanks so much for listening with us today. If you would like any further information or resources, you can visit AntiochIndy.com or find us on Instagram at AntiochIndy.